Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Floor Slappers Podcast. And it's a very special episode. Just like yesterday, I said, you're going to be seeing a lot of this beautiful face from now on. And we going back to back days. This face, my face. No, not my face. If you're watching, it ain't just me in the house. We're doing Floor Slappers Sports today. I'm with my boy, Mike Dow. What's up, buddy? How's man, things? Good, man. Man, what's going on, stud? It's been a little bit. I'm glad to get you back on. Talk some sports. Talk some fantasy football. But let's talk some life first, man. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, you know, um, kids just started back to school for me. So I get to come home. You know, I work those uh, early morning shifts. So I get to come home and it's peace and quiet in my house. Not that I don't love my children, but it's also nice to come home to nothing sometimes. Well, you got three teenagers, bro, like 14 to like 10 in that range. They're like 15 to 10 in that range. So I'd imagine after a nice long morning shift, you know, long workday shift, you just work the morning hours, coming <laughs> coming home and getting some rest and relaxation away from them is probably pretty goddamn nice. It's good. It's good. <laughs> good, man. Good, good. And we got NFL season's cooking, dude. Preseason week two is in effect. Our Chicago Bears just played Thursday night. It was fucking... The numbers were nice. You saw a five for seven for Justin Fields, a little over 40 yards. But if you watch the film, he was pressured on literally every single play. Before we talk about that, if you're not familiar with this show, check out this show on floorslappersports.com. Obviously, right here on YouTube, you can find this on Anchor, Spotify, and on the Visionaries Global Media Network. Always want to give Chad a shout out. Thanks, Chad, for putting us up on there. But more importantly, floorslappersports.com. Big, 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 big things happening. This show, fantasy football, lists, rankings, drafts. And I'm going to give myself a shout. The Wrestling Index podcast is going to be hot, hot, too. If you like wrestling, get on this shit. Me and Big Dick Brett from Brain Buster Boys recorded a hell of an episode yesterday. Go check that shit out. It's right here on the YouTube. Mike, we'll talk fantasy. Let's talk Chicago Bears first. Let's get some anger out. I saw five for seven. I saw 49 yards. I didn't get to see the drive at first. And then when I put the game on, the first stringers were already out. I was fucking pissed off, bro. Like, it's the second week of the preseason. We have a horrible fucking team, a makeshift offensive line. And I guess maybe that's why I only played one series. But wouldn't you think you want to get these guys a little bit more reps? What, what were your What are your takeaways? Talk to me about the Bears, bro. It's frustrating to be a Bears fan, as it is every year. To be frustrating to be a fan of the beloved Chicago Bears. Here's the thing about the Bears is we have a quarterback on a rookie contract. And if you believe in your quarterback, you're supposed to give him some resources and some ways to be better and some weapons. And we did nothing. We tore down around him. What's the point of having him on a rookie contract? So here's what we'll do. We'll wait a couple years. We'll build. We'll give him a big contract to stay. And then we'll have no money for still all the holes we need. You know what I mean? It's just right. the Bears are frustrating. The offense – here's the thing about the Bears this year. We have no bright spot. Last year, I said was Justin Fields season in the offseason. I was so hyped because I said before he plays, it's all hype, and then you can get let down once you watch him play. And I'm not saying Justin Fields is bad. I don't think he's bad. I haven't seen greatness yet, but I've seen potential. I've seen some throws where he can make the throws. 
But we have no offensive line. We have no receivers. We have our defensive line is okay, but it's definitely gotten worse. Our linebacker is not even playing. You know, Roquan's not even there. Our secondary is much improved. I think our defense is going to be a solid team. But here's the thing about our defense being solid. People are going to overrate our defenses because we're going to lose games like 21-13 or 21-7. you like, well, we held them down. They're like, well, teams are can win ugly versus us because they don't have to do special things versus us. Right. You know? Well, but, yeah. And yeah, the offense, the offense scares me. Like you said, we tore down around our franchise quarterback. We three, and this is going to sicken me to say, as you're rocking your club dub, three years ago, I thought we had Super Bears, Super Bowl potential around Mitch fucking Trubisky, okay? He showed limited skills, and he was on the rookie contract. Our defense was so good, in my opinion, that I thought, you know, that, that one season that we would be able to sustain that into next year, the, the next year. It, it didn't happen, unfortunately. We get Justin Fields. Same shit. We get to start over. It's exactly what the Chargers get to do with Justin Herbert right now. And look what they're doing. There's they, they just clipped 25 mil on, like, four different guys. You got Derwin James there making 25 Bosa making 25. They traded for Khalil Mack making 25. They brought in J.C. Jackson making 25 from New England for the secondary. Disgusting. And what do we do, like you said? Rip it down. Get rid of everybody. Trade him back over there. Didn't, I mean, why would A-Rob even want to come back? New regime or not? He got, traded, he got treated like a piece of shit. And I know I don't think you're so high on A-Rob as I was. But at the end of the day, he still – I mean, he didn't try the last half of the last season. But he – I, what he's going to do on the Rams this year would be great to have for Justin Fields. Because at the end of the day, I think Darnell Mooney is a fifth-round pick, and he's our number one wide receiver. And I like Darnell Mooney, but he ain't a number one wide receiver. Dan Orlovsky, who I respect a ton, I appreciate his analysis. He says, and he he loves Fields, he hypes him. He says this is one of the worst offensive lines he's seen in 10 years. 10 years. Years and then there was another NFL analyst on Twitter. I forgot who it was. I should the tweet with you. He said he's so concerned for Fields and he hopes that Bears fans and NFL fans don't turn on him because he's just not going to play well this year because he just has nothing around him. Not only on the offensive line and the wide receiver room and on the defense. Our secondary might be as good as they want, but if you can't rush the passer, bro, you're putting all these guys out there on an island. You could go and get Gordon fucking Jaquan Brisker look great in the limited time that I've seen him. And I love Jalen Johnson. He's the best player that we have back there in, in the secondary, of course. But at the end of the day, if you can't get to the quarterback, and we all know Robert Quinn is an every other year type of player, who, what are you going to do? You're going to leave them out there. So I don't see 21 to 13. I'm seeing, like, defense is going to get worked. We're going to run through a wall for fucking floozy. But, man, 3 and 14, 4 and 13 at absolute best. We're picking in the top three to top four. Hopefully we don't fuck that pick up. Yeah, that's all we got right now. I, I just don't. I just don't understand. Uh, I'll be honest. I think the Bears, the organization, is checked out on football and all in on moving to the Burbs. So that's another big thing happening here in Chicago. Is the Bears are you know we bought this big old land out you know forty miles west of the city, and we're going to build this huge state-of-the-art stadium hopefully. And um, I think they're all checked out. They don't care about football operations. They're on their their big new toy is going to be a, a new stadium. So I don't think we're I don't think we're actively trying. And when you feel like your team's not actively trying to win games, because I mean you you could see other teams and like like say the Lions in our own division, they're going to be a little better than us, I'd imagine. 
but they're not going to be a good football team, but they're going to, they look like they're trying. You know what I mean? There's something to believe in there. We hire a, a Eberflus, who I'm, I'm, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. I think he could be a good defensive coach, but you don't bring in a good defensive coach for your new quarterback. <laughs> Year two of him. If you believe in him, go get him a guy that, that says, I can work with him. And I understand that didn't work out with Nagy. That's fine. But I don't think Mitch is a good quarterback, so I don't think he had much to work with. Right. I'm not saying he's good by any means. I'm just saying you go get a head coach to match your rookie quarterback. I'm sorry, not your, your young quarterback, second-year quarterback, and try to build for the future. I don't know what we're doing. I don't feel like we have any direction. I mean, we have a, a quarterback that I do believe could be good, but I don't know yet still. And if anybody tells you they know, they're lying to you. Right. So I don't know. It just sucks when you don't have a direction. Most other teams, you have a direction. Either you're, either you're full-blown teardown. Well, then why do we have a quarterback? Then why do we even do that? Why do why do we draft Justin Fields if we knew Nagy and Pace were on a short leash to come next year? Why did you even do that? And that's the fucking problem in the first place because I was screaming at that point, and I know I'm sure you were too, at least for Pace and me for Pace and Nagy, fire both of them. They shouldn't have coached last year. They shouldn't have coached. It was such a conflict of interest last year that him coaching that team. He wanted Andy Dalton from the start. And, and as fucked up as it sounds, had Andy Dalton been the quarterback all season and stayed healthy, they could have probably went 9-8 and eight and gotten the playoffs. But who fucking cares? You just drafted Justin Fields. And again, Nagy, though, was playing, well, I guess playing, coaching for his career. So I get why he wanted to go the Dalton route and not develop Fields. But it's just a fucking ass-backwards organization. It was an ass-backwards way to do things. And then, like you said, these guys aren't the ones who drafted Fields. So how do we know they even like him? You can see um, on the sideline with Getsy, like, they love each other. But, you know, that could all be smoke and mirrors. Everyone loves each other through two weeks in the preseason. They ain't fucking – Yeah, they ain't played fucking real football yet, dude. And who the fuck's Luke Getsy at the end of the day, dude? Are we hired a head coach? We hired – every single coach we hired – didn't hold that position. It, and I, I understand. I know that the only way you can get that new job or to do that job is to do the job and to get the job, to have a chance to do the job. But every position, your coach, your D coordinator, your O coordinator, your quarterbacks coach, no one's done the job before. Special teams. You couldn't have hired an established special teams guy like brought fucking uh, Rick Bashian. I haven't fucking just botched his name, but the guy from Oakland. You couldn't have paid him a couple of extra dollars to bring him in to bring some experience to your coaching room. Come on, dude. Just a shitty organization. Get me to Arlington Heights. Get me a goddamn WrestleMania in the suburbs and let's fucking go. I'll be honest. Basicchio would have been a great addition, but I don't know if you're Eberflus. Do you want to bring in a guy who had moderate success in a terrible situation last year at the Raiders? Because then as soon as you start floundering, they're like, let's move on to that guy. So I understand that kind of move. But I, I I totally agree with you. I don't understand. Let's go to Getsy. So if you were watching the Packers, you're like, well, Aaron Rodgers, all-time great. Fuck him, by the way. Um, should be in prison. But Aaron Rodgers. Fuck Aaron. Uh, um, all-time great. You're like, well, the OC can't tell him nothing. The head coach can't tell him nothing. And I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying they don't have a good relationship. They probably do. But he's the man. So how much insight does the QB coach under an <laughs> offensive head coach, an offensive coordinator, a legendary quarterback, have, you know what I mean? You're down three guys before you even have a say-so. You're not having a say-so. They're not running your plays. I, I mean, but I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe in Getsy. Hopefully he helps Justin Fields. All I want to see is some progress from Justin Fields this year. And the meatheads in this town, no matter what, 
he can go 13 for 16 and have a good game. And they're going to be like, they're going to focus on the three misses. They're going to focus on that. We lost 31 to 10. <laughs> um, you know, Justin Fields, he's going to give us like the, uh, the show. Hey, Otane, Mike Trout treatment, oh, you know, dude. where Justin Fields runs for a 40 yard touchdown, you know, throws 16 for 22, 220 yards and a touchdown. Bears lose 38 14. <laughs> I mean, at least that's what we could hope for, right? Yeah, man. It's fucking concerning, dude. It's bothered. It's by it's concerning for fields. What I saw because I went back and I watched the, the He's replay. He's gonna get killed. He got pressured on every single drop back. What the fuck, dude? And I know they just went and spent and Riley Reef didn't play, but I mean, and you got I guess. Michael Schofield, shout out to Prison Break. Michael Schofield's so bad. Michael Schofield's so bad at right guard. You got to promote Tevin Jenkins back up, who was like talking about they were going to trade him and shit. It's a clusterfuck, man. I feel really bad for Fields. Um, three and 14, four and 13 at absolute best. I would have personally hired an offensive coach. I know Nagy failed, but you got Fields here. Go get, and I don't even think, I know that pulls in. Floozy share the same agent, but I don't think Floozy was Pull's choice for coach, in, in my opinion. Um, I know there was a lot of speculation at the time that it was upper management who made the the call. They interviewed on, they interviewed Eber Floos before they hired yeah, Pulls. Right. There, there you go. So oh, then yeah. that, so that's why all the hand I'm sharing the same agent shit didn't really fucking mean anything to me because I felt like the Bears brass brass themselves were the ones who hi- wanted to hire him and not Pulls. Pulls who I wanted badly, and we'll see what he does in New York. I wanted Brian Dable in the worst way, man. I saw what he did with Josh Allen, and you can call it just Josh Allen's God-given natural skills, sure. But I like to think that Justin Fields has a lot of those God-given natural skills that that Josh Allen has. Great legs, strong arm. Why not bring the fucking guy who helped Josh Allen get there? And, And fucking McDermott isn't calling plays in Buffalo on the offense. So you know Brian Dable is the guy who helped Josh Allen get to that level. So why wouldn't you see what he did with a guy with similar skills and similar traits and bring that guy in to coach this team? It fucking blows my mind, dude. Do you don't think that, like, Dabble could have put out, like, a what his agent saying, no shot, I'm going there? I do think that the general manager um, in the general manager, not, or I don't think I know the general manager in New York now is from Buffalo, so I think they have that relationship and they probably went there together. So it's, it's very possible that, did, it, did we even interview him? We gave him one interview, didn't give him a second interview from my recollection. I, I wanted him bad. I thought, like, but again, who am I? I don't know. I guess I, mean, I, don't, I don't know shit, I guess. I, but I think you would believe more. Let's compare the situations. I believe more in Justin Fields than Daniel Jones because I've seen Daniel Jones. But I don't think I don't think they're far off if you believe in their talent. Daniel Jones is, has talent. He can run a little bit. He has arm strength. But then you got to look at, like, position-wise – um, Saquon and Montgomery. Montgomery's probably a little better at this point, but Saquon's still got you know tons of potential. You got Tony there. I think Tony could be a young. Though they still got Galladay there, so there's probably a better better position to win or look better early on there than here. And then they have two top ten picks this, in this past year's draft, and we didn't have a pick in this year's draft. They have great ownership. They've won championships recently. Right. You know, they're, they're, right. there's all yeah, of that yeah, in, yeah. in New York. You're not moving far. Right. I mean, I you're right. You're, you're right. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right there. Um, I guess, you know, in the same state or whatever. Fuck New Jersey. New Jersey. Melissa, my wife always makes fun of me because a lot of my guys from the league, shout out to the league, um, our wrestling podcast are from New Jersey. And I'm always like, is New Jersey even a fucking state? And every time I say it, she thinks I'm serious. Yeah, it's like, the, yeah, exactly. The armpit of America. You got yeah, shitty yeah. fucking pizza. You got shitty sports teams. And fuck off. Fuck New York. Fuck New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you in Shout a minute. out. all right enough about the bears i know we want to get a lot of this i know all you know we were gonna go fantasy first and then i was like fuck it let's do bears first let's get flow in then let's talk some fantasy now i'm just sad no let's (laughs) you're the floor. let's go you're the juggernaut man if if you guys don't know um as you don't because we ain't had this podcast that long we always call them Streets the guru. I put it in quotations because there's no fucking guru in fantasy sports. And Mike's the juggernaut. All right. Mike's the man. Mike's always winning championships. And more importantly, Mike's always fisting me. All right. Maybe I get him in the regular season. Like I'm getting him in baseball or baseball league. I'm going to get him a couple weeks in the regular season. When we meet in the playoffs, he's going to beat me nine to one, dude. And I'm going to scream. I fucking hate fantasy baseball dude and that's what he is he's 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 the juggernaut let's talk some fantasy football i just wanted i just wanted to to set you up for the people mike so when we do our tuesday night show when we're talking fantasy me you and streets or when you're i think uh you may be doing some football things on your own like i said floor slapper sports right here on youtube big shit coming dude big shit coming with the football season there's gonna be a lot of content coming here um i want to get you hyped mike you're 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 a juggernaut so let's talk some let's talk some fantasy football. Um, there's a couple of like rule things I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but first I want to talk strategy with you. I'm generally an early quarterback, early tight end drafter because I want to get that position out of the way and I want to lock, lock in guarantee points. Streets, on the other hand, Streets, on the other hand, he's written an article. It's on FloorCypressports.com about tight ends. He wrote one on, on quarterbacks. You know, he's, he's of the essence, especially of quarterbacks, that you should wait. Wait to take your quarterback. You're not missing out on many points. He says it's five points per game. In my opinion, five points per game is a pretty hefty amount of points. What 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 is your take? You're a heavy running back drafter. If you're drafting, if you're drafting redraft first couple of rounds, are you taking a quarterback in round three, Josh Allen? Are you, are you trying to take that Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews tight end? Um, early round two, what are you doing? I like, you're, you're right. I'm a running back guy. I've, I've said running backs are gold every single year. I've played fantasy since I was a 20 plus years now. Running backs are gold. You win your leagues with good running back play. Wide receivers are deep. deep. So the quarterback thing is, so yesterday I had um, one of my fantasy, I'm in a, in a big league with a, a few childhood friends and a buddy of mine, Tony's on my squad. And I shout out Tone Dog. And um, Tone Dog. And uh, we did a we did a mock draft here together, you know, trying to work out some kinks in our in our partnership, you know, getting some do's and don'ts out. That's something to do too. Do a do a ton of mocks. Whenever you get moments, do a mock, dude. See what's around there. See what guys are doing. Get a feel for the guys that are going to be around your pick. But anyways, we took a quarterback in the fourth round. We took Josh Allen, and um, to be honest, I hated our draft by the end of it because in ten and eleven there was like Dak. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Dak. Um, uh, Derek uh, Carr was there, and Tua potentially was there, and 
I do like the value late of a quarterback. I do think Dak was going like nine or eight. Um, Stafford's around there. Um, so I definitely thought I would rather have a fourth round big receiver. You know, if you can get, you know, guys like Courtland Sutton, who's at a breakout year and stuff like that, over a high. I do value a solid quarterback, though. If a quarterback falls to where I'm comfortable at five, I don't want to take someone um, just on a positional choice over a quarterback. I want a quarterback. Quarterbacks, that's, they are, I feel they're deep, but they're also top heavy. You get a top two or three guy and you're penciled in for 22 to 26 points a week. I'm taking that. I want that for sure. Um, so I don't mind waiting on quarterbacks. I don't mind going on quarterbacks. Just be confident in your strategy. Do a ton of mocks to where you know. You know that's that's all I'm saying is do the homework. Don't wing it. Don't do don't do quarterbacks early on your whole mock season, and then get there and be like I could wait. Or don't do vice versa. Have a plan and stick with it. That's all I gotta say. I like quarterbacks and tight ends around four to six too, just because I like to lock my position. And just like you do, I get my running backs early. I'll, I'll lock in some tough positions. And then there's, I'll say this, the top 10 wide receivers, don't get me wrong, they're studs. They're going there in the first three, four rounds. Wide receivers are deep, man. There's no less than 50 guys I like this year. So, <laughs> shit. Wide receiver is so deep. And I feel like it's that like that every year. You want to have a wide receiver one. I feel like I'm really guilty of never having a wide receiver one. I'm like that guy who does the running back thing. I'll go look for my tight end, maybe grab another running back, and then maybe a quarterback, and then I'll start wide receivers. Or maybe I'll grab a wide receiver in the third round. But at that point, it's like Mike Evans or Keenan Allen. And as much as those guys are good, consistent players, to me they're always like fringe wide receiver ones, high-end wide receiver twos, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, there's there's so much value in wide receivers late. I feel like I tend not to have a wide receiver one too, but um, I mean a wide receiver one as well. Um, but I definitely think there's some guys I love this year. I'll tell you this. Um, I'm not on the Cooper Cup bandwagon as everyone else is. I don't think he'll put up near the numbers. And you could say you could take off 100 points and he was still number one or number two. Um, I got Justin Jefferson just just being the absolute freaking man this year. I think yeah. Kirk Cousins has slept on as a quarterback. I don't think he's a great real-life quarterback. I do think he's a very good real-life quarterback. But he's going to keep fantasy relevance for Justin Jefferson. Insane numbers this year. He's my wide receiver one on my on my board this year. I feel like if how, – How early do you take him, Mike? Middle, late first round, no. Okay. No, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, no, I'm just asking how early it goes. All right, so I'm doing a uh, – I'm going to redraft right now. Um, where the draft's live. It's actually a slow redraft, which I fucking love a slow redraft. 15 of the first 22 picks have been running backs. So if that doesn't tell you about, like, the need to take a running back early, I don't know what does. But what I was intrigued about, and while you were saying that, and I'm looking at this at the same time, Justin Jefferson, number three overall. One pick I had a Cooper Cup. It went JT, CMC. I took CMC second. Funny, because when we did our mock draft like seven weeks ago, he fell all the way to ninth to me. So it's wild how his stock has just magically grown over the last seven weeks. Um, but I got CMC second, and then JJ went third. Is that too high? What do you think? Again, if you believe in what you believe in, go for it and go get him. I firmly believe 
that he could have one of those all-time monstrous years that where if you took him three, you wouldn't be mad about it. Um, let's go back to McCaffrey, what you said. Listen, um, he is one of the very few guys that can score 20 points without a touchdown. Right. You know, he's a stud when healthy. It's been three years, guys. Last year and the year before, he was hurt. I am putting him in my do not draft list. Wow. Even, even if he's a monster, I feel good about being strong and being scared of his injury history. So what you're, really what, what you're telling me is I made a really shitty pick with my second pick in this draft. If you believe – no, because if he's healthy, he's great. <laughs> if he's healthy, he's the number one guy in fantasy. No yeah. questions asked. Yeah. But yeah. it's a big question mark. I am one of those guys the first two rounds, I try to go safe. I really do. You, I want my studs to be studs. Losing an early stud is just bad. It's just – it never feels good. Always feels like you're chasing all year. I got a couple guys on my do not draft list this year. I got, got Delvin, Delvin Cook on my do not draft list this year. I'm scared of his injury too. I really am. I got Delvin and CMC on my do not draft list. But here's the thing. Here's about my do not draft list. So say I'm there at like, say, 15 in round two, and one of those names is there. They instantly come on my insane value list, and I draft one of them. Of right? Course, there's, of there's, definitely, there's definitely context with everything. But I'm definitely not taking McCaffrey at number two. I don't feel. Who do you? Who are you? Who are you taking at two? Then you like Eckler, Najee. Who do you like? Because I don't even. I'm not even there with that. I was between CMC and Derrick Henry. You were like, be like, I'm fucking crazy. But in my opinion, if though I know, I know, fuck me, right? If those two guys are healthy, in my opinion, they're top three. I guarantee they're a top three back again if they're healthy. If they're healthy. So who do you like? Who do you got there? I like Eckler a whole bunch. Eckler scored 20 touchdowns last year. Obviously, that's probably going to come down a little bit. But that offense is going to cook, man. I can't see that offense not being awesome. I'm a bit of a Herbert stand. Um, so I just I just feel like that offense is going to cook. And I like I like guys. I mean, in great offense like that, how many gimme touchdowns is he going to get? Three to five? Just on the goal line, hand him off on a one? I, where Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller doesn't concern you at all? Taking I, carries, maybe some goal line carries? I, I honestly think that both of those guys could have value. I could see Spiller being a top 25. Uh, I could see him being somewhere in that 20 to 30 range and being an RB2 on the back end range because that offense is going to cook. I think that the Eckler value is catches, though. I mean, he's going to catch a bunch of balls. He's going to run the ball, catch the ball. That offense is going to cook. I would take Eckler, and I also like Najee. Najee had a really good rookie year. I really believe – um, he is a real deal stud running back, and uh, I, I love Najee. I absolutely love Najee. I, maybe I don't want him at two, but I definitely love him around four or five. You know what I mean? I, I love Najee. I think he's going to be a great, great, great back this year. What do you think about Najee? Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, I wasn't sold last year. Um, he had a great season with Big Ben, and I'm not sold going into it this year. I just don't like the quarterback situation. But listening to the juggernaut and listening to the guru – you guys both hype Najee hard, and with you guys make valid points while you do it. You said that he had no quarterback last year. I've heard that he had a statue last year, and he still managed to find the production that he found. Mitch is going to be dumping balls to him. It, Mitch, if, any in any of these quarterbacks should be bigger, better than Ben. Ben was awful last year, awful, awful last year, and anyone with eyes could have saw that. Ben should have probably had retired. 
I, I like Najee probably around like seven to eight, a little bit later. Um, I got pick four. I'm not. I'm not looking at him. I got pick four in two drafts. I think I got pick four in your draft, and I got pick four in Big Sexy's draft. Um, crazy. I got pick four in both of them. I, I don't know, really know where I'm gonna go. I I think Derrick Henry. You're well. And in the one draft, in the one draft, it'll go JT, CMC, Cooper Cup. So I'll be taking Eckler four for sure. Your draft, I don't know the guys, so I'm not sure. If Eckler falls to me at four, I'll be taking Eckler. If CMC falls to me at four, I'll be taking CMC. And I like Derrick Henry a little bit better. So I got Najee like five, six. I mean, I got – so here I am shitting on We're not far off. <laughs> yeah, here I am shitting on him, and I've got him like fucking five, six. I just like, you know, the other guys just a little bit better, which is – you know, no big deal. And then I like the receivers after that, Cup and Jefferson. I would go running back like top five, though, um, in, for sure. In my league, it goes Timbo, Kyle, and then the reigning champ, Reeb, and you're four. And Kyle, Kyle has loved Justin Jefferson. He drafted him as a rookie in like around 11. He's kept him the last couple of years. Kyle absolutely is a, a Justin Jefferson stand. Okay. So, so right. he might go as high as two. I don't know about that, but I could see it. If anybody's going to do it, Kyle, shout out Kyle. He is a risk taker, and he's he's a fun guy to play fancy with too because he gives Kyle. zero fucks about fucking trades, <laughs> zero fucks about ranks. He likes his guys. He gets them, and he competes and finishes well year after year. Shout out to that guy. We just made a trade in Dynasty where a lot of people thought that I, I assaulted him in the anus and uh, <laughs> ended up uh, – I got Godwin and Gibson for – uh, pick three and pick five in this rookie draft. And he ended up like Drake London and another stud. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking back at it and I'm like, I think he got me actually, dude. Like I don't like Godwin so much right now. And I'm not liking Gibson so much. So at the end of the day, right. Like at the time, everyone was like, Tim cooked his ass. I didn't think I cooked his ass. I thought it was fair. He might've cooked my ass. So yeah. Shots to Kyle. Do something crazy. Take JJ too. Um, and then either way, then CMC or Eckler followed me at four. I'm more than thrilled there. So, how do you feel about Alvin Kamara this year? If well, no suspension. I love it. He just went twelfth in that redraft that I'm doing that I just spoke about. Um, no suspension with a healthy Jameis uh, Jameis Winston. I, I love him. You get Michael Thomas back in that offense. You get Chris Olave from D. Ohio State University. You brought in Jarvis Landry. You got a good offensive line there and a killer defense. I think Kamara is going to cook. He's going to catch a lot of balls. Um, he's obviously going to be the primary running back in that system. I love Kamara. I, I really do. If no suspension, Kamara. I love him. Kamara or Chubb? You got the Kamara. Kamara. Kamara all day. I don't like Chubb. I never have liked Chubb. I'm not. I know he five yards of carry. Whatever. I'm not. I've never been a huge Chubb fan. I don't know. I don't. Maybe he just doesn't catch balls. He's very boring to me. I've never – I drafted Chubb for the first time in one dynasty this year, and that's because I've done like eight drafts and you just take for value, and I got him in a really good value spot. But I've been looking actually to trade him since. With Deshaun Watson coming back next year, like in a dynasty, I, I like Nick Chubb, especially with Watson coming back. I, I'm not so keen on Chubb. If you give me Camaro versus Chubb, I'm taking Camaro all day. And the Camaro over Cook, 100% too. Wow. Yeah. Nick Chubb gets slept on a little bit. I think it's because of his lack of catches for sure in PPR. I get that. But, I mean, he ran for 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns last year just on the ground. You know, so 
So I'm looking at, I pulled up a top 200 player rankings from this website called floorslipersports.com. Oh, hey, it's our shout out, floorslipersports.com. Uh, streets, dude. I'll give our shout out to our boy, Mikey Streets. He did a top 200 player rankings. I don't know who the fuck could type this shit out, but mad props to him. And he did it based on a meat system, like cooking, grilling. You know, Mike Dog, he's a huge griller. He did it based off ribeye, burger, brat, chicken wing, corn on the cob. You get the fucking thing. Go check it out, floorslipersports.com. But I'm looking at his list right here. He's got your boy Chubb all the way down at 24. He's got your boy at, he's got him at one ribeye and one hot dog. So I don't know, in comparison to Camara, who he's got at a hot dog, or he's got a ribeye and a burger. So 12 to 24, that's your difference there. I like a burger a little better than a dog. So I'm, I'm, had, with, I'm with them in the rankings, you know? I, I agree, but I've had more bad burgers than I've had bad dogs. I'll just throw that out there. That's true. You really can't fuck a dog up, dude. I mean, let, and even like even like a good black dog is good sometimes if it's not all black, you know. Right. So, so you really can't so, fuck a dog up. So what you can say about Nick Chubb? It's out the streets. He's got some dog in him. I He's like got, that. He does got some dog in him. And come week, and you know what? I take take back what I said. When you get Watson coming back week eleven, you you always want a guy to push for the playoffs. You get Watson back in that offense come week eleven. I think fuck, look out, and it's all contingent on health, of course. You don't worry about Hunt. They, you know, he's gonna come in and catch balls. You might get traded. I'm just not a big Chubb guy. That's it. You know, it's that's just me. What about these tight ends, Mike? What about these tight ends? I know we talked tight end the position, but I want to talk two in particular. Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. Do you pull the trigger end of the first round, early second round? Not at all. Because Kelsey's gonna be that guy in that offense. He's been that guy, but he's gonna be that guy. Kelsey got some years on him, man. He got some miles. He's out here preseason week one on the first series, fucking out here catching 22-yard balls across the middle and shit. Like, I think Kelsey's got three more goodies in him. And answer the question, when he's done, will he be a top five tight end of all time? Is he not a top five tight end of all time right now? Okay, there you go. We just, hey, shout-outs to our draft group, big shouts. Uh, he just went, I think he was the fourth tight end taken off the board, which is over Antonio Gates, who I took like picks after him. I think I still got Gates over him, but what do you, all right. So answer the question first about fantasy, then, then answer the other question. I think, uh, fantasy wise, again, if you lock up that tight end position, you feel good about it. Mark Andrews had a monster year last year. I don't know if, I don't know if I take him cause I, I it's one of those. Oh, things, before like, you continue, I just took. Mind you, I just took Andrews with that CMC pick, so I got the CMC and then I got Andrews. That's why I'm asking. In so that means you got him late second, though, right? I got him picked twenty three, and then on the flip, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Man, I'm feeling good about that, but but yeah, so that's why I was asking about about the Andrews. Would you take him in a spot like that? I I, I would feel good about um, you know. Obviously, I'm not a big CMC guy, but I'd feel bad. Well, right, right, about, right. But I have my bell, my bell cow running back and a tight end right there. Yeah, no, I don't feel bad about that at all. If you I had your, if you had that. your, if you had your Eckler and your Andrews there, would you feel you you like that start? Yeah, I really would like that a little better. But I, I, I think Kelsey's the only one I'm risking. Like, I don't know if I'm even taking him round one. I might do the 12, 13 turn and go Kelsey in a running back right there. Um, I think I just think he's the model of consistency. You're right. There's um, a 53% target share opened up in KC this year. So 
Kelsey's going to get some, maybe some more, or at least his consistent numbers. And even if he just gets his consistent numbers, that's okay. Um, so yeah, I, I like Kelsey a lot. Um, Andrews, like I said, I'm a little just timid about him doing back-to-back years. Who knows if Lamar's healthier? Um, I like Rashad Bateman coming in that offense a whole mm-hmm. lot. Big time, so, big time. So I, I do like Mark Andrews. I think you got great value for him there. Absolutely, I would definitely love him there. No doubt. I think that's a. I think that's a. That's a great start to your draft right there. You got three, 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 number one at their position, guys. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, a- absolutely. And then I did Hill instead of Pittman. I'm looking at Street's top 200. He got Michael Pittman slightly above Tyreek Hill. I don't see it that way. I think Tyreek Hill, I love Pittman, but I think Tyreek Hill is going to try to come out here and prove he doesn't need Patrick Mahomes. Who would you have taken in that spot, Hill or Pittman? Because that will be a question people will need to answer. I love Pittman this year. I'm still taking Tyreek Hill. I don't understand why people are hating. I I think a third-round value on a guy that was going number one, uh, round one last year. I I mean, that Miami offense, I'm not saying two is this stud by any means, but you don't think you can run some bubble screens for Tyreek and some end arounds and get him in open space? It's not about Tyreek Hill gives you open space to throw to. Everyone says um, that he was a bigger product to Mahomes and Mahomes was to him. I don't agree with that, but he does find space. He'll get you to the gap. He's super quick. His footwork is – he's not just a fast guy. His footwork is incredible. He gets to open spots in the zone. I love Tyreek Hill. At his value of the third round you got him in, I think that's a great value right there. I, I would take Pittman with the next pick. That's how much I like him, though. You know? Yeah, lo- love Pittman. Love him. Cool. Let's keep at it. I'm going to ask you another one because these are two more guys who I love. I love with Baker going to Carolina. DJ Moore's value skyrocketed. A.J. Brown moved to Jalen Hurts, who's looked decent in preseason. Who do you like better, DJ Moore, A.J. Brown? It's crazy that you brought this up with – Again, I told you I did a mock yesterday with Tone Dog. Shout out. Uh, we were talking about AJ Brown and DJ Moore, that exact comparison. I've been a, B, a big DJ Moore fan for the last couple of years. I like him, and I think with Baker, he's going to be even better. Um, Jalen Hurts is so intriguing to me. Like, I don't know. Is him and AJ going to be my, my biggest concern about uh, AJ Brown is Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts? Could they have a bond, you know, Bama boy type type deal? Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I like A.J. Brown. I, I would take D.J. Moore ahead of him. But, it, again, it's not, you know, feel strong in your convictions. You can do whichever. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Cam Akers, what are your thoughts on Cam Akers? So that's, that's, another, that's, a, that's a great offense to be in, right? Yep. I know he came back from injury early and didn't look that great at all. He looked, he looked horrible, but he's another one of those guys who at least the media, fuck the media, but goddamn man, they've swayed me so hard on Cam. I don't know why. And I think maybe streets too. You, you look at Todd Gurley that first year with Sean McVay, a healthy Todd Gurley. I think maybe a healthy Cam Akers could be that same thing. Do you think we can get that top five production out of a Cam Akers or am I just fucking crazy right now? I think he has that type of ceiling. Um, I don't have him that high, um, but I definitely think I could. I wouldn't be shocked if he was. Cam Akers went to a great college, I'll tell you that. Um, I don't know. Isn't Henderson still there too? Henderson's kind of like a steady Eddie guy. I mean, he he has a a championship coach and quarterbacks trust. Henderson does. So I I don't know. I like Cam Akers. I don't like where – I don't like – 
his skyrocketing position. I like them a lot more early in the offseason than I do right now with his um, – you know, they got him as a top 15 running back right now, top 17 I, or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I like that at all. Yeah, I got him in a couple best balls, and then I just traded – I made a trade for – I actually got him and Christian Watson for T. Higgins in like a third-round pick. Like, I love that trade. I feel like I really made out uh, big time in that trade. But you're on the clock. You and Tone Dog are on the clock. You got Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. Like, that's that tier of running back. Who do you look for? Who do you take there? Like, I've been – you've I'm been – No, 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 no. I've been – I originally – Ohio State, I was a huge Dobbins guy. I still am. I think he'd be huge in that offense. But, man, this Akers thing with McVay really has swayed me. You're taking Dobbins, you were just about to say? I am a J.K. Dobbins guy. I think he was going to be the man. He, and, and, and for reasons um, that I gave about um, Akers, Dobbins has that too. Isn't the Gus bus still there? Um, Baltimore can support multiple running backs. I know that. I think with uh, if he's healthy with Lamar coming back, I don't know, man. J.K. Dobbins, 23 years old. I think he's going to be – I remember – so I should hate J.K. Dobbins. Fun little story. Two years ago, he knocked me into being the worst last place in one league. I know, juggernaut, right? And I got knocked in the last place. I had an injury-riddled year, and then J.K. Dobbins scored a touchdown on Monday Night Football with like, I don't know, like a minute to go in the game, a pointless touchdown, and knocked me from 11th to 12th place. So I should hate this guy. I just want to throw that out there. But I love him. I really do believe he has – He's that guy for me that's around the, I don't know, he's getting drafted around 45 to 55-ish area or something like that, or 40 to 50, and they got him at, like, the running back number 24 or something like that, 26. He's the guy in that range that could sneakily be a running back one. He's the guy that I think has tons of value to move up and be a great value pick. So we'll see. Yeah, Streets, I'm looking at Streets uh, Streets list right now. Streets got him at number 50 overall. So, and let's see where he's got him at running back. He's got him number 50 overall, and then, ah, my fucking computer. It's probably that same same, same area. He's got Akers at 30, Brees Hall at 33, and Etienne at 47, and I just took Dobbins at his 50 overall of him. Well, again, it's all fucking subjective. No one, we have our opinions. As you've said multiple times, you stick to your guns. We all like different people, and that's what fan, that's what's fun about fantasy football. If we all like the same people, we all going off the same list, then, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't fathom it would be fun. I don't know about you, but when you're watching, when you're doing a draft and you see a stretch of, like, four guys taken, you're like, I wouldn't take him, I wouldn't take him, I wouldn't take him. Let's go. I'm about to get my guy. Fuck, I just got cucked. Like, you. like that's how it goes, dude, all the time. Yeah, well, you get that little glimmer of hope, and then they just fucking take it from you. And that's the worst part. Um, I want to go back to saying one more thing about J.K. Dobbins is from weeks 11 to 17 in full PPR in in the last end of his 2020 year, his rookie year, before he obviously got hurt last year, he was a running, he was the running back 11 for six or seven straight weeks. So, Okay. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I don't know why it's not pulling up the the running back rankings right now that he has. Damn, I got. I think I fucked something up on the sheet. Yeah, whatever. Glad to glad to see it. Yeah, man, I love J.K. Dobbins. Obviously, he helped win a national championship at Duke, Ohio State University. But uh, one last question, I think, comparison question before we get into a couple quick would you rather's Kansas City Chiefs wide receiving room. Obviously, we talked about Kelsey. You had mentioned a nice stat, 53% um, target share has now opened up. You got MVS, you got Sky Moore, you got Juju Smith-Schuster, who um, from all accounts that I've, I've seen has been killing it in Chiefs camp. Who do you like there to take the majority of the receptions? Or I should say, at the end of the year, who is the highest rated Chiefs wide receiver? Who do you want? Do you, do you want to draft MBS? Do you want to draft Sky? Do you want to draft Juju? Do you want to draft a couple of them to kind of uh, handcuff each other, I guess? Well, what are you doing with those guys? I like Juju Smith-Schuster, and I don't like saying that because I definitely haven't liked him the past couple of years. Um, but he's 25 years old. He's already had a 1,400-yard season in his career, and he's going to a place with a 53% target share opening up. They did draft Sky more kind of early, so I think he, I think he's gonna get love. But I mean, this is uh, as we said earlier about Travis Kelsey. The initial first thought of the season is they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna guard Travis Kelsey, right? I think there's gonna be some over the top plays open for Juju and uh, Sky Moore. I think they both have a play. I think they're both in the top thirty six. Uh, I got Juju somewhere around probably maybe maybe as high as fifteen, as low as twenty four. I definitely have him as a wide receiver too. Wow. I think I think he's – I mean, what's not to love about Juju Smith-Schuster going to KC? It's not like I, – I feel like he has this image of being like 29 or 30 years old mm-hmm. and on the back end, you know, he's played with a decrepit Ben Roethlisberger in a, in a not good situation. I, I think he's a number two. I don't think he's a, a stud by any means. Um, but, I mean, Kelsey's going to be there one, right? Sky Moore's going to take the lid off. I think – yeah, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a play that where he's getting drafted at. Um, I have him ranked, I think, in like my 30s as a wide receiver right now. But where he's getting drafted at, way down the list, I, where is he getting drafted at? Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I got it pulled up. I don't know what the fuck my problem was, dude. It's user error. Juju's got him at. I mean, Street's got him at 65. Yeah, that's insane value. I think for the upside he has, he does. He's got him at 65, and then he's got him as the 30th overall wide receiver. He's got Sky Moore at the 49th overall wide receiver, and he's got Marquez Valdez-Scanling at the 62nd overall wide receiver. And and listen, there's a guarantee that one of those three guys is going to could be a league winner this year. They're going to be one of those guys that you got great value, and they're going to bust out 1,250 yards and 10 touchdowns. There's a lot of options open up in that Kansas City offense, and I really believe that uh, I think Juju and Sky and Sky Moore. Are, like I said, I got them both in my top. Um, I got them probably. I got probably Sky Moore around forty-ish, but I could see him being in my in my thirty-six at the end of the year. And I got Juju. Like I said, I got him in my, my thirty or thirty-two or something like that. But I could see him being an RB. I mean, a, a wide receiver number two. Juju Smith-Schuster is a talented individual. Yeah, no, that, that that makes a ton of sense, man, for sure. I, I just, uh, in Dynasty, obviously, it's different. You know, you don't mind taking chances on these guys, see who Mahomes likes. You take a couple of them in a draft if you're in a startup Dynasty. Redraft, you know, 
one of these guys isn't going to be successful, in my opinion. Maybe two of them aren't going to be successful because there's only so many balls to go around unless Mahomes just separate or, you know, splits it between all of them. I think Kelsey benefits the most. Like you said, a lot of people think Juju's like close to 30. He, he's not. He's had, I think, like two of his last three seasons with Big Ben, he when healthy, he was a top uh, or a top 24 wide receiver. So Juju's probably the guy there who none of us are appreciating. But let's do a couple of would you rathers and let's get the fuck out of here and go enjoy our Saturday. I mean, I've enjoyed the shit out of this, Mike. I enjoy talking to you. So would you rather, we talked about it this morning, quarterbacks back in the day, at least to me, quarterback passing touchdowns were always four touch or four touchdowns were always four points. A couple of years ago, did some shit with some West coast folk. They were screaming six point touchdowns, six point touchdowns. Like, fuck you, dude. Quarterback touchdown, always four points. It's going to be four points. That's how it's always been. Now I meet some East coast folk. They all do six points too. So I'm like, maybe it's just a Midwest thing. Two years later, I'm all in on the six-point passing touchdown. Everything feng shui. It really doesn't fucking change anything. If they if they throw if a quarterback throws 32 touchdowns at four points, it's going to be the same at 32 at six because it's all going to even out from the quarterback position. So, would you rather six-point touchdown pass, four-point touchdown pass? What's your thought on this? Six touchdowns are six. There's they're six in real life. There's six in fantasy. I just like them six across the board. Um, yeah, it changed the value, but we're not trying to, I don't understand why we're trying to even out the values. So quarterbacks score more points. We know that, but there's only typically one starting spot on 12 teams. You know what I mean? So you, I, I like six. It makes things easier to understand. Um, I don't hate if you have four, I'm in a couple of leagues that have four uh, in my league. It's six. Again, I play fantasy football to score points and see points go up on my app. I want to watch. I want to watch red zone and have plays. I don't, I I've played, I remember playing in standard leagues in the beginning and you're playing, you know, 88 to 72s and, and 78s to 68s. That's not fun. Let's see some points. As long as you know, always do this. Check your league settings before you draft. That's another thing always do that. If you know what they are going in, you can't bitch about it, but I prefer points. I want lots of points. I want to see 140s to 130s. I like points. There's nothing wrong with points. We don't play to have grind out fantasy things on your fucking app, dude. Like, you play for fucking points. Let's see the ticker go up. That's why Red Zone is the greatest thing in the fucking history of mankind is because we want to see points. There's nothing better when they go three consecutive Red Zone clips and it's bam, 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 your guys, and you're watching your phone, just rack it up like you're playing fucking at the casino, and you're just like, motherfucking ching. Let's go. <laughs> to Jameson, let's fucking go, baby. Eat a W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I dig it. It's fine. I argued the four points because that's what I was used to. I thought it did elevate the quarterback. But at the end of the day, the quarterback's getting four, the quarterback's getting six, and you're oh, – the. The quarterback spot should only be competing against the quarterback spot anyway. So this guy's getting six. This guy's getting six. No big deal. Something I am goddamn fucking adamant about. Kickers. Kickers versus no kickers. Last year I played against kickers that put up like 22 points against me multiple times. I'm done with kickers. I had just told, I had so fucking big sexy. I was like, I'm about to dip out of your league because of fucking kickers. I ain't dipping. I'm going to stay. I like the guys in that league. But fuck. Fuck kickers, dude. Kickers shouldn't be in fantasy football, 
period. And you helped me with that last year, Mike. You like, I, I was like hating, 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 hating. And then you're like, I ain't doing kickers no more. And you know, I'm gonna be like, usually I like to be a leader, but I'm a follow in this stance, dude. <laughs> no more kickers for TK. I pushed out on that, by the way. I said no kickers. I'm never playing kickers again. In all my leagues, I'm in a bunch of leagues with no kickers. And then my buddy, you know, childhood buddy's like, hey, you know, I got this work league. Uh, a couple guys backed out last year. We got one of your other buddies, Timbo, in. You know, you want to join in? I'm like, shout out Timbo. And I'm like, sure, I'll get in. I regret it. I, <laughs> I, I want to help him out. I want to fill his yeah. league. But, God, I hate kickers. God, and he so loves them. Fucking loves them. It's a crapshoot. It's such a crapshoot. I hate playing with kickers. No one wants to study kickers. No one. You know what they don't show on fucking. Study. You know what they don't show on red zone? Kickers. They do actually, but they don't fucking. If there's a touchdown, they ain't showing the kicker. That's for damn sure. They don't show extra points. I uh, I just don't want kickers. I like more points. I think most leagues could be able to support three wide receivers. There's at least 36 wide receivers that are getting you 12 points a game. Start three wide receivers, drop a kicker, welcome to 2022. It's okay. But you know what? There's still some guys that only play standard. There's some, you know, they hate PPR. And another thing, too, waivers. Waivers are Bush League. You shouldn't reward someone for losing weeks one and two and being on the bottom of the list. It's a free agent budget. These are free agents. If someone is dropped, waivers apply. If he's a free agent and he breaks out, everyone should be able to bid on him. Go get make your league a fab league, free agent auction budget. It makes your league better. It's fair. Do it. Stop being stubborn too. Don't be afraid of change. Yes. Yeah. Fucking dude, listen to this. Listen to Mike Doug. Do a mock draft and do fucking money. <laughs> Check your league scoring and fuck waivers. Do the fab. Yes. 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 Here we go. Get rid of kickers. Get rid of them. They listen, they're important in the real game of football. All right. They ain't important in fantasy football. Get the fucking kicker out of there. All right. Get the fucking kicker out of there. Mike Dog, this has been a blast, dude. Blast. Any any other would you rather? Anything else you got for us before we get out of here today? I think that about sums up my uh my fantasy lack of expertise today. And you're the juggernaut, man. Out the three of us, I hate it, dude. I like to think we're all playoff teams. You got like a champion, another champion, and then there's a perennial playoff loser. I'm like the 90s Atlanta Braves, you know, the team. That, or no, they at least won one. Well, I won one. I won one. I've won one. Not with you guys. I need to win one with you guys. When I win one with you guys, then I'll call myself the Braves. I'm like the Billy Bean fucking money ball A's that never won shit so. Fuck a team that never wins anything. <laughs> you're you're one of the funnest people to play with because even if you don't trade every week, you try to, and you're always in negotiations. I can imagine how much your phone blows up during the week of fantasy football when Tim is working the boards in five different leagues, five guys in every league, and he's trying to trade with everybody. He may not pull the trigger on some of them, but he's always negotiating, and that's a fun guy to have in your league. You're my favorite player to play fantasy football with, sir. Street's my least favorite player because I think he's so fucking good. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he is good. And he takes – fuck, he's so, like, maniacal with his trades. He takes, like, three weeks. Yo, by the time you say yes or no to my trade, I didn't want to do that trade anymore. I moved on to, like, six other people, bro. <laughs> but that's probably why he fucking wins all the time and shit. Mike Dog, this has been an absolute blast. To you who watched, to you who will watch, floorslipersports.com. Check it out. 
lists, rankings, articles, drafts, fantasy football, NFL football, the Wrestling Index podcast, and much, much more of this, what we did here today. I'm going to come on with Mike Dog afternoons. We're going to talk NFL football. We're going to shoot the shit on fucking fantasy football. Tuesday nights, 8.30, maybe 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our NFL show is going to kick off the three of us, Floor Slapper Sports, Mike Dog, Streets, and myself. The Wrestling Index podcast is going to be all over this channel. I'm always going to be hyper wrestling. Mike, you watch more old school WWE than I do nowadays. We need to do an old school Royal Rumble, and we need to do one ASAP. And I want to get some of my other wrestling guys in with you. I want Big Dick Brett here. I want to get Nick in. I want to get Bakley in. I want to get all of us talking. I want to get your – I want to titillate your wrestling juices. The rest, <laughs> the wrestling guys would know what that means. <laughs> I want you feeling it all. This has been fucking awesome, bro. Can't wait to talk to you again. I like to think we'll be back here maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. Fuck it. Tuesday night. We're going to kick this football show off. Tuesday night. You'll see me and Mike back here again with the little guy. Maybe you won't see him. The little guy. Floorsleppersports.com. You can find this show, all audio platforms, Visionary Global Media on Spotify. Thank you, Chad. Floorsleppersports.com. Do not miss it. Get there during this NFL season, especially for our fantasy football content. Mike, thanks for joining me today. We out.